What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Two Dimes in a Token. I am one of your hosts today. My name is Brock Nasty. And to my right, we have Ryder. There you go. What's up, dude? Let me get that three right there. That was two. There you go, my dog, right? There you go. It's a smile and shake. It was beautiful. So um, in this particular episode, we sat down with Uncle Travis, right? Mr. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Just, yep. You're doing it. We sat down with Uncle Travis and uh, by his name is Travis Schroeder. Um, we've had him on before. Such an awesome guy, an amazing musician. Ain't that right? Absolutely. And uh, Travis actually sang a couple songs for us and we got into a really big conversation uh, about the music industry. We talked about some of our favorite sitcoms coming up. We ranked a few things. Really, really interesting podcast and really, really pop culture podcast. I look like I keep up with the Joneses a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like I watch Kim Kardashian or something on her on <laughs> Kardashian show. Yeah. Ain't that about right? Yeah, yeah I was right. <laughs> um, but before we get any more any further, we need to tell you about the sponsor of this show, which happens to be <laughs> it happens to be death grip wax. That's right. We're going to pull this up. We're going to pull this up right here. Death grip wax, right? The best mustache wax in the game. They are leading edge, awesome brotherhood type company um, out, uh, staged out of Colorado. They sell all the way across the country. They have some of the greatest utensils imaginable for you to style and design your mustache the way that you desire. They have the best waxes available on the market. They are leading edge when it comes to your facial hair needs. They have the best beard oils. They have the best utensils. They do it all. They make you look good. If you want to go out, take your face from a six to a 10, Death Grip Wax is the company for you. All right, now go right now. You can go to deathgripwax.com or they can go to Two Dimes and a Token. Click our links below and you get 20% off your entire purchase by using the promo code. What is it? Promo code. Uh, no. Pro promo code Two Dimes and a Token, all caps. All right, and you get, like I said, 20% off your entire purchase. Make sure you guys check them out on their website. They have amazing things at the disposal. They also have merch that you can purchase. They have one of the greatest symbols in the game. I mean, look at this. The marketing on this is insane. Mr. Levi's got that brotherhood thing going on. Death Grip Wax is the place you want to be. So in this episode, like I said, we, were, we, were, we talked a lot about pop culture, right? We talked about how cool our TV shows they were way cooler than your TV shows. We did. That's what we talked about. So would you say right here and now that daddy's TV shows are better than the Power Rangers that you watch today? <laughs> yes or no? Uh, no? No? Oh, you don't think so? Oh, really? Why? You think... Okay, so you, but yours are yours are more important. Okay, yeah, I pick up what you're laying down. Thanks, thanks bro, a lot for. Bro, your shows are more important than your own father's shows. Yes, absolutely. Of course, it's right. It's how he feels. So, and let me tell you guys about this though. In this episode, Uncle Trav and I, we went down a huge rabbit hole. What a guy! Amazing individual, an awesome musician. Uh, we actually started. He's uh, dropping some new music coming out next year. 
And on top of that, um, the debates we get into, the conversation we have, it goes pretty in depth, man. A lot of different things are covered in this. Like I said, we did talk about some sitcoms. We talked about the music age coming up. We also talked about, if you guys don't remember this, but when I was little, everybody came home and we talked about a television show that everybody popped on when they got out of school. It's called TRL and they ranked the best music that was coming out at that time. But it was every kind of music all in one ranking system. So you'd have rap, you'd have uh, country music, you'd have, they had a band that you don't know called Corn, which we talked about in the podcast. But either way, awesome time. Yep, that's it. All you know is JoJo Siwa. No, I know Queen. Oh, yeah, she does know Queen. I'm very proud of that fact. You know Queen, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever daddy puts on in the car, right? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Okay, so either way, let's not waste any more time here. We appreciate you, Ryder. Thanks for coming on. Give me three more. Out a boy, way to do it. And with, and without further ado, uh, let us give another round of applause for Mr. Travis Schroeder. And make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Oh yeah! There you go, Ryder. Hit the subscribe button. That's what I'm talking about. Hit the subscribe button right in the comments. <laughs> there you go dude that way hit the like button hit the subscribe button hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of the latest episodes coming out we appreciate you guys we love you guys enjoy travis schroeder this is the last straw this is the last straw cause i can't and i won't I can't so, We're live. We right. are We're definitely live, dude. Like I said, I was actually because we were hitting on it right when we sat down. I yeah. fucking I don't know what it is, but like ever since we started podcasting, that's been by far my one true love. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I don't know why I said it that podcasting way. Podcasting being Yeah. Yeah. It dude, is, it's, dude. It's it's like It's amazing. It's uh It is, bro. It's, that's why it's so popular. How many people love podcasts? It is. It's like man. the new entertain. It's entertainment, but you're listening to a three-hour conversation. It's, isn't it wild? The one thing that really gets me, though, in all seriousness, dude, is um, the three-hour conversation. Like we've right. shortened ours to be more like forty-five minutes to an hour and twenty-five. That's our okay. range. Um, if we obviously get if we get way up there in terms of like guests and all the and and in terms of like fans and all that stuff, right. if we end up selling you know ten grand worth of merch every week, all that shit um you hear that <laughs> website below website below but hit subscribe button um so if we end up doing that dude then honestly like it, i would probably go longer but like the joe yeah, rogan I get it. Yeah. the joe rogan podcast those are the ones where i'm like bro how it's it's hard bro it's so hard well, there i was watching the elon musk one where they ordered the pizza and, and he uh, shot the arrow at yeah, the truck. Yeah, and it's just, I think they're just hanging out. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. That's my point. But they're yeah. famous people. Right. So it's it's like, um, it's like if you really think about it, you want me to trip you out? Yeah. It's like YouTube or Spotify is like the, the new zoo, the world zoo. Like, look yeah. at these famous people in the cage that they're together. Like, we're like observing like these larger than life people. It's wild. That is true, bro. That's 100% accurate. So what is our what is our drink of the pod now that so we're diving into this? So I am doing, uh, no free shout outs, Anthony Frazella's 75 Hard. So we have Coors Edge. Coors is non-alcoholic. Yeah. True classic. This is great. Cheers. 
which is hilarious because he said right before that he said no free shout outs from the boys from the boys i love you well so speaking of that dude um i think i said it earlier we had that mitch episode drop and i gotta i gotta tell you bro sitting down with jack and mitch those those are probably some of the most humble dudes on the planet yeah jack is it's it's so funny man because jack has multiple vibes about him he really does and um sad i'm over here talking like i'd never say this to his face this is about to be on the internet (laughs) but like no in all seriousness in a positive vibe in a very positive vibe he has multiple i'm not i don't want to call it personalities i want to call it multiple vibes i'm using the right terminology there but because he has this multifaceted multifaceted perfect perfect thank you that's why you're here dude he's not just this old-fashioned brick that you would you know see as like a jock yeah and that's one thing i really found fascinating about when we sat down with him not a lot of not a lot of guys like that yes there's not in like the modern guy world that's the point and there's usually just a shitload of testosterone or there's not or the opposite yeah and that's when you hear the term like alpha beta but i'll tell you what this is like this is one of those jack is one of those dudes that would sit on the side and he would just be like guys dude let's just fucking all right all right yeah like all right all right all right like he would just like let's just chill bro have a good time you know and mitch mitch was pretty cool in in the rights of number one fucking nfl college football straight fucking nerd yeah and i love it because i'm the same way we got we we spent about 15 minutes diving into football when we were sitting down chatting and I we I almost lost it because I was getting ready to go down this You're whole just wave ripping off the the most stats obscure stats. Yeah, well, actually, actually, yeah, dude. And we're we're yeah. going down the rabbit. That's I had, awesome, though. I had to yeah, I had to catch it before we got down there. But that those both of those dudes are definitely guys that I would vibe with. Mitch had such yeah. an awesome vibe too because you could tell he was he was one of the most grateful human beings on the planet. Yeah, by far. He knows he's living his fucking dream. And yeah. he is just by, he's like, dude, I wouldn't change for the world. Like, that's I love awesome. what I do. Yeah. And it's, it's, you got to admit, that's, that's hard that's, to find. That's, that's the, uh, that's the destination for everybody, right? Like, do it what is. you love to do. It is. And be grateful to do it. Like, it is. Can but you beat that? You know? Yeah. But you know, dude, on, on another scale though, you know how it is. Like it's, it's hard when, cause they, they have the dream job. Mm-hmm. They are, they are on the internet. They're, they're they're grinding they work very hard Mm -hmm. those guys work yeah fucking 80 to 100 hour weeks it feels like especially editing video and all that right but they have um they have that dream job where it's like holy fuck then you have the other side which i'm i'm gonna throw you out there that's where you're at you fucking love music yeah Yeah. so you're you're in that venture part Mm -hmm. and you're like grinding away yeah so what is it dude tell me about tell me a little bit about that because i know you said you got some shit coming out what's what's your next music um so i released uh my uh ep so an ep back in june and then a a full length in july which was um if your listeners remember it's a kind of a re-release remastered but kind of new to the world yeah um this is actually really good about right this is actually good of course (laughs) edge yes um so what what is an ep so an ep is called an extended play which means it's only like three to five songs yeah and so that's why you ever heard the term lp like 
Marshall Mathers LP, right? Yeah. Well, LP means long play. And so it's a full length album. Yeah. And so an EP I came out, I came, I released in July, in June where it's, it was five songs. So an EP is kind of like this project. It's like, it's like a little side gig, side project from yeah. a true album. Cause an album is like, okay, this is like my, my new masterpiece, my new painting. And this has put all my effort into it where an EP is like, Hey, I got some cool songs that, um, is it too low? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, like I have some cool songs I want to share, and so it's a little side side thing. Yeah. And so, but a full length album is is like eight or more songs, and so that was the follow up. Is I I had the first five songs from the EP that I released, and yeah. then three new ones, and I put it out as a full length album. A lot of times, artists will do that. Holy shit! When's when is the full album? So full album came out in July, which was the. Re-release. I remember that one, yep. yeah, because we shot a pod yep. for that. Yep. So that was the re-release, and then, um, so all of that June, July, those releases came out, and so now I'm working on a new EP. Yeah. And it's gonna come out first quarter of 2024. So Holy probably shit. by March at the latest. Yeah, it's going through mixing and just putting up some finishing touches. So yeah, it's awesome. New stuff, brand new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is it gonna like? Am I gonna cry again? You know, it's a little different. Yeah, it, my sound has evolved. I think I've become uh, more of an artist rather than, you know, a guy with the guitar. How many times, like, did you know this guy or that guy on YouTube? Oh, this like kind of little indie guy, but it's a guy with the guitar. And um, so I'm more of an artist now. More of a sound. I've got my own sound. I've got uh, my own vibe. And I would call it road trip music. Road trip music. Yep. You put it on your car, and you're just like, yeah, and you just vibe. That is dope. That is dope. I'm going to turn your mic up. Cool. So, dude, so yeah, road trip. Yeah, road trip music. It's, um, yeah, it's, you ever, you ever have a song that you like love and you're like, oh, this is the song I like to. That's that fucking, did you watch How I Met Your Mother? No. You didn't? No. I know. I mean, I know all about it. Disrespectful. So, but anyway, there's a scene in there where, um, Marshall, and after I just said how it's disrespectful, you don't know, I don't remember, um, Ted Mosby, that's the main character's name. Marshall is his best friend. They go on several road trips, and there's a, there's a, uh, um, what's the old players, the the rectangle. Uh, uh, it's it's not a track. It was after a track. Oh, cassette. Cassette. Yeah, that's it. The cassette. He had the old cassette player that would slide in, but it was it was jammed in there, and it was one song. It was I would walk one thousand miles. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. (laughs) so that one, that's like the road trip music for that. That, but it it wouldn't come out, and the, and the volume wouldn't go down. Right. So they would have to listen to that song on repeat for seven hours of a drive. Oh my god, <laughs> that would suck. It would suck. Yeah. However, on the other side, though, if your music's on there, it's going to be good, and it's not going to be a broken cassette. So, so it's that's what it is. Chill, it's yeah, it's like chill. Just that. It's reflective, uh, introspective. Um, just music you would just kind of just chill and drive to and um that's the best way i could describe it. like you picture yeah. an open field you're on the open interstate you're on a road trip and you're just and you're just in it what's the most difficult part about changing your style i don't think it's difficult per se as opposed to it just kind of happens i guess the difficult part is i've been writing this style of song so that's actually it's a good question yeah it is difficult here's why it's difficult so when i first started I love coming how you out, switched that answer that's yeah. good when I first started coming out with music as an adult post 
I'm in a band in college, right? And yeah. I'm trying to do something with this. Yeah. I was kind of doing an impression on bands like The Fray and bands like, uh, you know, John Mayer, yeah, Jason Raz. Like, we always used to make that, yeah, that like, John and, Mayer and that's, vibe. And that's cool. That's fine. But, um, and then I started writing on piano and it, and they, it kind of sounded like I'm doing an impression of The Fray. And mm. the, the Fray is one of my favorite bands. And The Fray, the reason why I love them so much, the, the, the genre is called adult alternative or um, adult contemporary. And it's like the stuff you're going to hear in TV shows and in movies. It's like everybody's going to like this song, you know, even if it's a, got some guitar or whatever. It's not like a, it's pretty safe. Okay. Put it that way. It's yeah. a safe genre. And then when I started really writing more and maturing and going through things in life, I wanted to write about different things. I wanted to write more challenging uh, melodies, and I really honed in on that stuff. And so mm-hmm. it just sounds more mature. If you listen to anybody listening to this, if you listen to the first things on uh, Spotify or Apple Music, and then when we uh, release this, you know, we'll come back on the podcast, right? There you go. And um, and it'll sound different. It'll sound a little bit more mature, and it'll it'll sound like this is sounds more original. And then I think that's what you what it takes to become an artist is you find what's nobody else doing, and they kind of like this, and then you, that's yeah. kind of how you do it. I think that's does that makes sense. That's no, a it long does. Answer. No, it does make sense. It makes perfect sense. So like you said, I think that's the part of that's where the artist part comes in, though. That's the part where you're like, yeah. hey. Nobody, nobody else is doing this. See, and that's, that's the part where I say all the time, like I could never do anything like that. I don't have that thought process. Like what is, you know, this, no one else is doing this. I, I can't identify artistic things that way. I just well, can't. okay. I'll challenge that. And I'll say you can, because I think as an artist, and I think a podcast is an art form. Uh, I think interviewing is an art form. I truly do. And so what you when you become an artist it's a manifestation of like what you borrowed from people you're like i like this but i'm gonna do it this way and i like that he does this and i'll do it this way i like busting with the boys but i'll do it kind of this way i like now, joe rogan and, and I'll do yeah, it, yeah now now you're an artist and now you're like oh that's his thing that's his style yeah. you know yeah, no, I instead can, of doing an impression of something else. Yeah, like, no, I, I can. Okay. I'm I, not trying I to get that. like too out there. But. No, but that's that make you're right. That makes sense. And I, for me, I guess I wouldn't I wouldn't consider that an art, I guess, just because like and like we were talking about at the beginning, like I just I love sitting and talking to people, but I yeah. I, I love understanding people's perspectives. And yeah. but also I and, and a lot of people have not have they have yet to see this, but I I love arguing. I do. I love to argue. Yeah, debate. Yeah. I love debating. It's a That's, sport. It is. Yeah. It's a great sport. Yep. But there's certain things that I, I have picked up from some of the podcasts that I do watch. And and I I loved the way they did that. And one of the questions that I will have to say right here and now, like I stole um, from, as a matter of fact, Will Compton from Bustin' With The Boys. He he had a unique trait in, um, cause I watched, when I watched those podcasts, bro, like I study them, Yeah, but I find, I I'm find saying. them, I find them fascinating. Like yeah. they're, imagine that your life is just to learn about people. Like mm-hmm. that's incredible. And one of the questions, the question I'm talking about in particular, he asked, he looked, he looked, um, right at, uh, coach Vrabel 
for the Tennessee Titans. And he was like, Hey, so when you're in the war room, what's going through your thought process? Right. Yeah. And that was in my mind, I'm like, that's exactly what I want to know. Yeah. That question right there. It's a great. Yeah. It's a great. And question. so I'm sitting here thinking like, whenever I have that particular situation come up, I'm like, Holy fuck. Like, that's what I want to know. Yeah. So I stole it, but I would say, Hey, what's going through your mind Yeah. in this moment in your life? Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling? What's your emotions like? And what's your thought? What What are you thinking in that moment? Yeah. So I, you're right. I took that same question. That's it, man. I expanded it a little bit more. There's this, There's a quote, and it's like, the best, the best artists steal, or there, there's something like, um, but it's about like we all steal from each other. Yeah. And then so, we do it our own way. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what makes it cool. It is. No, that is. That is a hundred percent. And I think that's what, like you said, going back to the podcast thing. That's. I think everybody has podcasts that are just conversations. Yeah. I wanted our podcast to not only just be conversations, but I wanted it to be a journey. Yeah, and I and it's you. You guys bring this like, kind of like, like frat was the wrong word. Like, um, like oh, come come hang out with like the, these dudes I know. Like they're hilarious. Yeah, like, and they're kind of a shit show. But like, <laughs> yes. but, but then you're like, but these guys are really likable. Like that's yeah. kind of you guys' thing. Yeah. And I think it's great. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the shit show part, 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got this. I listened to the first time. And I'm like, all right, they're talking about addiction. All right, cool. And I'm like, this is going sideways like real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like this irreverent thing. Oh, God, know? dude. No, the first episode was yeah. dog shit. No, like, but I'm just saying like what your vibe of the show. Yeah. So the, yeah. the topic, the topic was great. Like you said. Yeah. The, uh, the first few episodes, we've, the one thing I am proud to say now we are organized. Yeah. We we have a path. It's good, and we understand, right? Yeah. Do you disagree? No, no. I, it's good to have a plan. Right? <laughs> you do disagree. I well, now see. after we started, we kind of know what we're doing. <laughs> see, that's the best part about it, though. Is you that just is have the best part. You it. have to start before yeah. you know. And one hundred percent, bro. I am so. I still get embarrassed when people are like, "Hey, I watched your first episode." I'm like. You're like, why? what's wrong with you? Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know why you did that, and that's that's horrible. I don't, that's terrible for your health. Yeah, because that episode, nobody needs that. Dog, that episode was such dog shit. It really was. It was not. It wasn't dog shit, like you said, or like I said earlier. It wasn't because of the topic. It was more because yeah, we had no idea what we were doing. We right. just threw up the camera. We invested thousands of dollars into equipment yeah. because I'm like, dude, I had this dream and I just want to do it. And, it's working. And you know? I yeah, I mean now we're because like you said, I mean the effort is there and the organization is there to where we understand how to have a conversation on camera that isn't pointless. Right. And it isn't in disarray and it can no, follow yeah, the and then you can you can take something from it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. Damn, you kind of shot me in, in the chest a little bit right there. Oh man, it's it's good. It's uh that's the uh Was this cause I said you weren't like Luke Bryan? No, I'm saying I'm giving you a compliment. I'm giving you a show a compliment. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, so back back onto this, man. So you obviously got big plans for 2024. Yeah. I mean, where 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 do you find the time to do all this stuff? Because as you know, like like I said, dude, you're an artist on the rise. And like we just talked about, and you know, like I we both yeah. have full time jobs. We do yeah. all this. Like, how do you do it? It's really um what I've how I've changed and how I've learned, and you probably the same is like, it's really about strategy. Yes. You have to have a strategy. You have to understand like, what is this market doing? And we can get into all that. And that's really interesting stuff. Yeah. But like what's what, how are people getting to the table? 
how are people doing it? And so like, what's my 30, 69, like all that s- stuff from work, right? Yeah. I always talk about like, that's kind of how I've approached it is by this time I need to be this, by this date, I need to be uh, this much better at my, at scales and at forward progressions. And at this time I need to have my website photos. It's, it's like, you're really pushing a brand or a company. And at the same time, you're, you're, you're an artist and so it's, you're already in a saturated market but yeah. how are people doing it and, and what are people not hearing right now and so yeah. what we talked about in the last podcast is like we're not really hearing songwriters anymore we're not really hearing bands anymore we're hearing like these mega mega artists like taylor swift and pink and lady gaga like those are great performers and some of them are good musicians but it's not like you go to the coffee shop and you listen to a song oh that was a good song like you know that yeah. doesn't really happen right now, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. That's a great way that you put that. It's like the entertainment and then the actual, like, yeah. song. That's Exactly. Yeah. And so I think, hope, pray, whatever, that the industry is going to kind of go like this again. Yeah. Where it's just more organic feel. It sounds like a actual band's playing. Uh, like, when Dave Matthews came out, they're such a jam band, but everybody loves them. But, like, they are such a unique sound. Yeah. And think about how different music is now than like Dave Matthews. And, yeah. And this like real organic sound. Yeah. Dave Matthews was a shit when he came out. Yeah. So it was, it was hot. Hopefully it will go back to that. And like, you know, there's a, there's a strong community of, of songwriters that have from 300 followers to 20,000, 50,000 followers. And, and we all are trying to help each other. Yeah. And we're all trying to like push this thing forward. And that's kind of the beauty of it is like, what do you do in business? You network. What do you do in this? You network. Yeah. And, and you rub elbows with people. So that's kind of the, the difference now in how you do it. It's not like I got to go gig every night and go get discovered. Yeah. It's like, how do I play this game? How do I get to the table? Do you find that a lot of people in the industry are really actually like want to be helpful? Or do you find that, you know, it's... I think the artists do and the industry doesn't. Uh, a lot of the music industry, if you go to L.A., or you go to Nashville is you pay to play. And if you got, you know, this producer's like, yeah, I'll, I'll record you. I record this, this, and this. I have friends that do this and, and yep. Five grand a song. And then you what? go, yeah. And then you go, you know, I'll fully produce it, everything. And then I'll cut it. 10, 10 song album. That's what is it, about 50 grand, right? You pay $50,000 for them to produce something. Cause if you think about it, what, what happened in the past? labels paid for all that right yeah so now that now the artist is paying for it because they have all the power of uh, of negotiation yeah. because the labels because of social media and so a lot of people do it that way where and they're like oh, i i could help you but it's going to be 500 dollars for my time and in reality it's like these songwriters in this group of community that you're a part of like who have some notoriety too, but they're still willing to say, hey, how do we push this thing, this thing that we love so much and want to protect like forward? Don't we want more good songs? And But it's just cutthroat dog eat dog. That's, you know it's what? It's crabs in a bucket. I'll tell you, you know? what though. I think that's come back to something that I've talked about a lot, dude. It's, it's almost like a disease. It's like, yeah, it is. it's selfishness, but it's, it's greed. It's, it's greed. It's, it's greed and selfishness. And, and to be yeah. honest, this, that's the one thing that really pisses me off amongst, um, amongst podcasters. Yeah, it really has. Cause the one thing I can, I can wholeheartedly say, dude, 
I I have sat down with I have sat down and I've been in conversations with some pretty fucking famous people. Mm-hmm. Legit. And um there's quite a few people that I've I've talked with. I've talked with on the phone mm-hmm. and scheduling things just haven't worked and and they're guests that truthfully if they came on my podcast they'd be doing me a solid like they have a humongous following and they're amazing people and then there's some that honestly um again humongous networks that i have or have not had on the podcast i'll actually i'll it will go in depth when we're off later i'll tell you but um have or have not had on the podcast that have really been just absolute pieces of shit and they're like, hey, so like we'll come on, but you need to like you need to find a way to pay me because you're just not good enough. And yeah. it it's been like, you know what's funny is it, any exposure for you, no matter what, is exposure. You're already you're already there. Yeah. Do you know you could just you could spend four hours and really just help me out? You could be helping somebody that's arising that's coming up, but also yeah, it's pay it forward. Yeah, pay it forward. But it's also yeah. the idea of like, hey, when I get to that point, that's one thing I will never do. And I know that everybody's like, oh, I don't, you know, if you got 10 million followers on Instagram, you can't an- answer every DM. Right. No, I want to make a section. Excuse me. I want to make a section where I do answer all those DMs and I find a way to make it manageable. Yeah. I want to because honestly, like if we get there, I'd like to change that when we get there, right? Right, right? When we get there, it's it's gonna I don't ever wanna leave anyone else. This the internet is it it's not it's not a warehouse. It's an endless mm-hmm. amount of space. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. People listen to podcasts and music and all this yeah. stuff, and there is endless amount of time yep. for people to do that. And the yeah, time there, there really is a place for everyone. That's my point. It's on the internet. There is there is a place for everyone, and everyone can get the benefit. I of, agree of all this stuff. And it's like, hey, it's a great point. Someone who has that large of a network, spending four hours to come and just sit sit here for forty five minutes to an hour, share your journey, talk about you the whole time, mm-hmm. your successes, your failures, all those things. That would be like number one. That's great. You're sharing your story, yeah. and people are gonna hear it. Number two, you're helping someone else in, out in the process. So exactly. that's that's why I asked the same question. It's no, it's it's question. doggy it's doggy dog a little bit in the podcast world. I've been very fortunate because I want to. One thing I do want to say right now, um, some of the more popular people we've had on the podcast. I'm gonna identify Jack and Mitch. Um, JP and Garrett both committed to come on the podcast in the middle of December. Oh, nice. So we are, we're finally going to have all the way through Taylor Lawan actually, uh, retweeted our post for Mitch and was like, Hey, they're going to go through the whole roster at this point. And I'm like, yes, Taylor, That's you will awesome. be on my podcast. That like, awesome. and I'm, you know what I'm saying? And those guys have been so unbelievably yeah. awesome yeah, and humble. People. And they've been so great. And they're like, yeah, I got to find time, but dude, no problem. You know what I mean? And that's, that's another reason why I, I dove and bought in to what they sell on the internet and their, their culture, because they were so humble. about. That's awesome. Yeah. But I digress and going into that. So, so what, if you had a choice in that direction, I mean, I know we, you kind of explained yeah. what you thought about, like what direction, if you could really push the music industry, what would you think 
would be the most beneficial for the artist of? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think, I think some, some good things have happened. Um, these are good. Uh, in terms of, they are good. Um, <laughs> like, like artists having more control. I think yeah. that's a positive thing. I think a negative thing is the music that's heard. Just went up. Heard? Uh, <laughs> heard? The music, is, <laughs> the, the exact, the music that's heard by people on the radio and what gets played on TikTok and what the algorithms push. Yeah. Typically for right now is not what you would think of when it's like, yeah, let me go listen. Like you go, go listen to landslide by Fleetwood Mac, you know, like, and I've been afraid of change. Yeah. Right. Everyone knows that song, but like, and so I do know that somebody's gonna be listening to this and be like, well, he just cares about this type of music, but um, no, I don't just care about that type. But like, we haven't had that type in probably 10 to 15 years. Yeah. It's been, just heavy EDM and, and, and overproduced like Taylor Swift, if even Taylor Swift stuff's now it's really catchy, but like listen to her first album and this album, even without the country aspect of it. So. There was a huge difference in this first dude. I used to, I used to walk down my high school hallways, fucking singing Taylor Swift. Yeah. Her early albums. Did I love them? Yeah. I'm, pr- I'm proud to say that on the internet. I'm trying to think of how it goes. <laughs> the teardrops on my guitar. <laughs> teardrops on my guitar. Remember, was that, um, it you belong with me. Yeah. That, I'm not going to lie, dude. When I was in high school, um, during powerlifting, during weightlifting, yeah. you know? Yeah. I had. You know what's a really good song? Huh. 15. When you're 15. Yeah, see, that's when, dude, that was one that was on my playlist during my weightlifting. That's- such a good song. I had I had three songs that no one would ever guess. Number one, You Belong With Me. Number two, 15. That was a great one. Uh, the third one was uh, Mariah Carey. I would listen to that song while I would do power cleans. And mind you, when you have, I was 275 pounds in my senior yeah. year. And I was power cleaning, you know, somewhere between like 300 and oh, yeah. 350 pounds, like whatever. And if you listen to my earbuds, your boy was it was your Was your workout playlist more chill stuff? No, it was way more girly stuff. So it was We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. That was the third one. But what else was on your playlist? Was it like kind of chill, like music like that? Or not, no. Um, like not like heavy metal? Or? No. I had one heavy metal song, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Good one. That was one. Um, the rest of the music, um, Alicia Keys, Some People Want It All, Mariah Carey, We Belong Together. Yeah, I like- it was I, dude. Hey, I was weird. Listen, I was great, a different type great of guy. Taste in music. I was in with touch. Those songs. I. I was in touch. Those are great songs. That's dude. what I'm saying. You're like speaking my I, language. I'm, dude. I'm telling you. I'm just. I'm speaking my truth right now. You're speaking my. Yeah. And, and, that, and so my point is this: you're not really hearing a lot of those songs right now. I agree. You're hearing like TikTok bullshit club song, and it's quick. That's it's super my fast. point. And yeah. so I, what I want to see for the artists is more true artists, not just performers. Yeah. Behind a MIDI piano, yeah, you know, a keyboard, but like artists come back to the forefront people like jewel right people yeah. like Atlantis morissette people like oasis people like like those band and obviously i'm a 90s kid but like those bands were like this person has something like hoobastank, hoobastank but but hoobastank was awesome because like alternative music was really taken off at that time yeah. i could geek out about this stuff man i can tell you how like what happened but like 
Hoobastank. There's so many bands like dude. T- take us down the rabbit I'm hole. I'm trying to think like, of other bands like Hoobastank, but like like Daughtry. Dude, remember, let's just like, pull it up. We don't we don't yeah. have our Jamie today, so we'll just have to we'll have to sell. But there it. there was like Incubus, another one. Yeah, that was really that was really good. But there was like a time where like people liked rock and you know 90s to 2000 rock and roll, or they liked alternative like. You wouldn't see a 16-year-old high schooler caught dead listening to Hoobastank right now. They're listening to all the TikTok shit. I know. That's what I... That's my... Sorry, I'm probably repeating myself a million times, but, like, that is a soapbox that I've been... No, dude, that's... But that's that's legit. There's nothing wrong with that, but just the same thing. Yeah, how would you... How would you hashtag that? Like, what kind of music would you hashtag that as? You know? Bef- like music what you're talking about uh, yes this this genre would you just put 90s yeah like a lot of 90s music alternative same 90s alternative yeah. yeah adult alternative i guess yeah adult um counting crows remember them my god yes you think a high school girl who's 17 right now who's doing the tiktok listen to counting crows no way Doug, Counting Crows was the shit. Me, I'll star Jones. Yeah, yes, dude. Dude, I was listening to that song literally dude, two nights ago awesome. driving home. I saw them at the amphitheater. Did you really? Yeah, it was awesome. All right, so you Max know the- Max 20, another good one. That was a great one. Do you remember- Um, Oh, God, dude. Because I'm, I'm- Forgive me, dude. I'm terrible with names. But, um, I, dude, if I call Ash right now, she'll know exactly who I'm talking about. It's, dude, it's her jam. It was the fucking jam- the alternative, like who was the band? almost emo. Um, I always forget the name of this. Oh, okay. Um, I always forget the name of the band and the song. How but you, I, like, I know every word. All American Rejects. No, that's close though. Very close. Oh, oh God. Uh, Taking Back Sunday. Nope. All those, you know. It's that genre. Okay, yes. okay, okay. Yellow hold card. On. All right, hold no, hold on. I'm a piece of shit right now. Hold on. We're doing this. We're we're Jack's calling Ash right now. We're um, calling her. I'm gonna put her on the podcast. Here we go. God, who is it? Oh, you. She already. I promise you, she'll know in two seconds. Right, here we it go. was just yeah. I think it was a phone network. Hello. Hey, you there? Yes, I'm here. We got it. All right, there is a song, the jam. I'm talking about the number one Volvo jam. Oh come on. Ash, I'm tell. I can't remember. What is it? Okay, there's a couple. No, um, no, no. I'm Ash, the number one. <laughs> uh, um, or is it Mr. Brightside? That's yeah, it. Mr. The Mr. Killers. The Killers. I love the Killers. Dog, hey. One of my favorite bands. I've been doing just fine. Gotta, gotta be down because I want it all. It was only a kiss. Finish it, Ash. Jealousy. Jealousy. into the sea. Choking on your alibis, but it's just the price I pay. Destiny is calling me. Open up my eager eyes. I'm Mr. Brightside. That's it. All right. Thank you so much. They were so good at concert. Okay. That was all you needed. That's it. I want to see them so good. All right. Bye. Dude, I'd see. Okay. It was one of those, dude. It was like that 2006. Yeah, like just dude, like, dude, like we had it good, man. 
I know we did, dude. We had, a, we had it good with these bands. Music in our generation was very different. I I agree with you. It's so funny that you're hitting you're hitting this stage, and the way the way you're communicating this is like, bro, I want to bring this back. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you have a valid point. And the funny thing is, is I make fun of Ash all the time because she's like that. Um, oh fuck, dude. I even I even posted a funny video about it for the podcast. Um, it was um um oh shit uh my um um i'm a kid i'm a kid and life is a nightmare oh like, yeah oh. It, like yeah, but it, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's that like i'm just tonight a kid. will be the night that yeah, i yeah. will die for you the e that kind of emo a little bit yeah but um it, they all had all all it's alternative that's it they yeah. all had that vibe they all yeah. had this weird like fuck like yeah, dude. Angsty. Like, fuck my dad, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I but, hate you, dad. Yeah, but it was like, but the funny thing is, as we get older, I, I used to make fun of it all the time when I was in high school. Yeah. And, like, now that, you're like, that stuff. Now, good. I honestly, like, I listen to yeah. Mr. Brightside every time it comes on. Dude, me and my daughter will go fucking ham on that dude, song. Dude, the Killers is, they're so good. The Killers are great. But yeah, the, Ocean that, Avenue. That, that yellow card, yeah. Yep. That, that was. Dude, we had it good, man. I know. We're kind of the last generation that had bands yeah. that were well-known and like the popular girls liked it, the not-cool kids liked it. Like Everybody liked it. It was just like what defined your your um, generation. Because you remember like having like graduation songs and stuff? Yes. Like you no, know? no. Um, my graduation song was My, w my Wish by um rascal flats yes mine was country too um uh, live like you were dying god Tim that's great so dude real talk man here's what i need all right i want to tune this up let's do it give me a preview give me all right we've been fucking going ham about music for the last 30 minutes bro and i i want to get i want to get a jam on like i want to i want to you want a little something, something from the new yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. Give me what you want, bro. This is your time. Let's fucking. Do you want it like this? The, the mic? Oh, yeah. I got it. I got good. it all the way up, bro. We're good. I guess I'll introduce it. So. Yeah. Um. All right. So I wrote this song. It's called uh, Used to Be. Used to Be. And so like at the end of a relationship. This is not on uh, any of the streaming platforms. It's going to be on my new album. Yeah. In any relationship, you know, like when it's kind of over, you're just like, all right, well. Get out oh, of here. yeah. You're in that fucking yeah. anger space. Yeah. And like, it's like, I hope you, I hope you find what you're looking for. Right. People say that sometimes. Dude, that I call. Okay. I call that the Olivia Rodrigo phase in that one song. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I hope you're happy, but yeah, yeah, not yeah. as happy as you were with right. me. Right. Exactly. And so, and she's, she's a, decent writer um, yeah so this song is not really like or it's more like hey you know i hope you find what you're looking for but i i kind of i kind of still love you and kind of want you to find what you're looking for because i care about you but also i still want you and it's just like that angsty phase of like i don't you don't know how to feel absolutely so, yeah so it's called used to be okay
heard you were leaving town You couldn't bear to stay around I guess I'll throw your things out But you left around my house Hope you get the note I sent You think I had the right address But if it never makes it there This is what it would have said Hope you find it Whatever we used to be And I hope you try it again Whatever we used to be I'm not gonna yeah, lie, bro. That's a feeler. Thanks, man. That's a feeler, dude. Thanks. I'm not gonna lie, bro. It's got a little, got a little choked up. Yeah, there. you know, a little, a little sadness. That, a yeah, a little bit. I'll tell you what, dude. Let's 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 do an encore real quick. All right. Are you cool. feeling? How are you feeling about an encore? Let's do it. I love it, yeah, dude. Give me it. give me something else that you got. All right. I'm gonna play. Um, uh, I'm gonna play a little cover song. So, so here we go. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, give me give me that encore. Whatever you're feeling, dude. Like. So, really weird uh, confession, I guess. I've been listening to a lot of Drake lately. Yeah. And I don't really know why, but... Um, That's... It's it, funny it's, you, uh, it's funny you really say that. It. It's funny you say that because of your your style and, like, how you how you vibe a little yeah. bit. I, that would be an intrigue. That would be a very intriguing mix if you were able to combine those two a little bit. Well, you're in luck. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, I want to play a little Drake for you. Okay. As crazy as that sounds. Yeah. Um, I hope I can remember all the words, so don't judge me if I can't. Oh, wait, you're singing an actual Drake song? Yeah, I'm going to show you. Oh, yeah, let's do this. So my favorite Drake song is Feel No Ways. Okay. And so I kind of only know the first, it's lyrically. I got. I mean, I'd have to pull it up on the thing, but I know we don't have a... Yeah, actually, well, no, we don't. I don't have the laptop. So here. don't judge me if I forget the words. So it's all good. Just I'll just play like a little bit of it. Yeah. I should be downtown whipping on my lady. You got something that belongs to me. Your body language says it all. Despite the things you said to me And you know I tried with you There's more to life than sleeping in and getting high with you I had to let go of us to show myself what I could do 
good man thanks man that's amazing kind of different right it is that's a very that's a unique i'm not gonna lie dude that is a vibe right there that is a vibe dude road trip me get in your car that's so funny dude like it's funny like you're you hit the nail on the head i'd be like yo hey let's just put this on for a little while let's just yeah i i can listen to that on repeat for like an hour just i'm just gonna chill bro yeah you know so dude what I get it. No, I I hundred I one hundred percent get it. So like, what gives you? What gave you the idea? Like, no one's doing this cross type thing, or what gave you the idea to do it in general? Well, I mean that's that's more fun. Like it's just a cover song, but like it would be cool to do. Um, covers are fun because you can do a different spin on you know different songs and different type of styles. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just wanted to try it, and it's just like, man, this might be kind of a cool sound. And so, um, what I w- kind of want to do next summer is bring uh, release like a cover album, yeah, and kind of stuff like that. That way, it kind of gives people a different uh, a different feel, you know. Because sometimes we were talking about playing the game. Yeah. Another, another thing that could happen is like, oh, this is a really cool version of this song. Who is this guy? And then, bam, you have how many more followers? You know. So that's yeah. another op- that's another avenue too. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you all the way, dude. And and to be honest, I think um like you said I think like networking that out but also playing the game like you said finding the right people to spread that message. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um especially yeah. with the idea of of your style of music cuz you're you're venturing down a path where you're like you're kind of on that. You're you have the white picket like thing, and you're yeah. like, "Yo, bring the bring the good shit back." Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, and it's funny when you talk like that. You feel like like an old person because <laughs> you're Dude, just like, yes. get off my lawn." <laughs> but it's crazy because uh, I think there are a lot of people who kind of miss, you know, miss that that world, so to speak. And I think it'll every like everything. Everything comes back around. Um, it's just, it has felt like this has been, um, really long, you know, cause if you look at the seventies, you've got like, you know, all the classic, uh, you know, Van Halen's and whatever hairband stuff in yeah. the eighties is like, um, Prince and Michael Jackson and like really dun, 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 yeah. pop, 
poppy and then uh the 90s is like the grunge thing and then like all the female singer songwriters like and if you, there's something called lilith fairy remember sarah mclaughlin and yeah dude. Uh, everybody Etheridge. everybody remembers hers because of the yeah the, the commercial the, yeah commercials but like they had this thing called lilith fair and it was like all like female artists um who played the guitar piano and so like i kind of miss that world like remember when we used to watch i tell you i could go down the rabbit hole here let's do it so bro. we're going down uh, the rabbit I, hole let's all right ready New, here's a fun topic yeah Nobody's talking about when I was growing up, I'd get up early in the morning, be like Sunday morning. Oh, we're going to go to church, but it's like 7 a.m. You're a kid. You're like running, you know, you're fidgety. I would yeah. watch VH1 top 20 or top four. Oh, yeah. I'd watch TRL, you know, when I was a kid. And it was when that's when MTV was truly like music television. What was what was the one? This will coincide with what you're talking about. What was the one that you came home to? Two thirty, three o'clock after school and they had the top 10 on yeah. MTV. but what what show was that corn was on there yeah i was just gonna say they freak had, on a leash trl with carson daly like was that it yeah okay. trl yeah and they total request live yeah yeah and then they had uh eminem was on yeah. there yeah yeah hi my name is and then yeah i mean and music videos were like a thing it was like oh this is my favorite song and like remember drops of jupiter train yes like every time i hear i'm like oh bro, my bro, chest that's still like -bum, that's one -bum. of my jams dude. right like and that's and that song came out in like the music video era right and it yeah. was like number one and and like it just it was a really special time if you like loved music because it's it's not, this sounds so strange, but like we don't live in a world where we're like watching VH, like music video we countdowns yeah, anymore. Yeah, we don't watch that. And anymore. like that was so, there's something like to me like really special about that growing up. Like I cherish those times. And it was like it was like when you remember you had the 60s, 70s, and 80s, which was like the the top 100, the top Billboard yeah, 100, yeah. and it it, it evolved yeah. from that. But then once once we got into the 90s and the early 2000s with the big time mm -hmm. development of the internet mm -hmm. and television and all that and yeah. You get into that and you're a thousand percent right. Because I remember, I remember being in middle school, mm -hmm. like, and I remember getting picked up by the bus and going to a babysitter that my mom paid for. Yeah. And I remember they had a basement downstairs where all the kids, all the older kids that came back from school, because they were a babysitter of all ages mm -hmm. and they had, uh, they had like a four story house. This was in Michigan, but the basement was for the kids that came from middle school and high school because yeah. we were big enough to all hang out together and they would just give us snack. And then uh. we'd only be there for two to three hours until our parents picked us up. And this was a small town in Michigan yeah. bullshit, but I'll never forget it every single day for the two and a half years that I went there. We went in that basement and we watched. Yeah. What is it? T TLC. TRL. TRL. Yeah, Total Request. That's Live, it. TRL yeah. with Carson Daly. Carson Daly. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, it was the I remember, shit. That's where I listened to Corn. That's, that's where I heard Eminem for the Limp second Biscuit. or third time. Limp Biscuit. Uh, yep. And they had, Limp Biscuit had one of my favorite songs of all time that went on there. And it, matter of fact, it was in a movie. Um, I'm going to give you guys. Re rearranged. Yes, that was one. Yeah. That was one. But was it, there was one. one that was even. It was. Um, it was one that he redid, that really hit big, during that time frame, 
and it was like behind blue eyes that was the one that hit in a song yeah that was a good song and that's my point but the way he did it in his version yep. it smacked that year right and then he had he had Roland, which was yep. great and then he had um, break stuff yep and and but that was good and then like like we talked about you had eminem you had tons of like up and coming and you you like kind of knew that's kind of how you were introduced to new music. And it, and so you always had this like incredibly yeah. amount of new music. And I think the big thing was is like TRL in that time it wasn't separated into all the different genres. And that's my point also. Like the only we hear one genre now. That's it. And it, I don't even know what the genre is called. It's like pop synth, you know, yeah. EDM shit where like it was you had corn corn Number one. Yeah. And then Britney Corn Spears hit me, baby, one more time. Number two. And it's like, yeah. this is the greatest music era That's of all time. Point. Yes, dude. And it was it was so diverse. And yes, when, when it Freak was. on a Leash was number one for like seven straight weeks. Dude, and they it was like 40-some weeks, bro. Dude, and Carson Daly, finally, they were like, you got to retire. Yeah. And they they literally said, Corn will no longer be on the show. Yeah. And they did like an episode. I won't forget it because I was sitting in that basement. I yep. remember watching it. And I remember the music video because there was like a bullet going uh -huh. through everything. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I was but just But you like, remember that stuff. Yeah, and it was like, that was the greatest time. You're right, dude. That was the greatest time of music. Dude, I didn't watch... I mean, I would watch <clears throat> Dick Clark as a kid growing up. Yeah. Like rock, New Year's Rock and Eve. Yeah. But TRL had one. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just watching MTV all night. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. And it, it's, it's so crazy, dude. It, it really is. It's so crazy that... That we, we sit here and we talk about that stuff. And it's like, we think of it as memories. And I, I think of it individually as memories. Yeah. But you're, you're a part of a totally different group. And I'm, I'm not a part of that group. You're a part of this musician group that, that feels that energy that you're talking about. Yeah. And they all embrace mm -hmm. it. And mm -hmm. they all love it. And you're a part of this entity that's like, hey, let's bring that back. Yeah. Let's do this, yeah. man. Like yeah. this. We can change the world yep. to be better. And it's so, it's honestly, it's kind of like, you can hear me, bro. It's yeah. juicing me up a yeah, little bit. Dude, it's, you're like, bro, let's bring the good shit yeah. back. Like how fun was that? Uh, dude, it was awesome. That it, was, but, the, but again, this is another side street here. Yeah. Like it was a different time in the world. Yeah. We was. didn't have phones. Like, what did you do? You went, I had a house you phone. Got, you, you got, had a house phone. You got off the school bus. You walked home from the stop and you watch trl yeah and then you ate dinner with your family and you did your homework and you go to bed and you so, do the same thing over and over again so here's the best part is eventually um i had that babysitter for a little bit and then eventually um i was allowed to walk home because i only lived three or four blocks away from that oh, house wow. anyway but my mom didn't trust me because i was such an asshole when i was growing up mm -hmm. you know when you get expelled from school like six times Damn. in your entire life it finally broke Opa. at the end. <laughs> so, dude, it's like it's like holy shit, bro. It's you get to that point. Yeah. It, we got to that point and it was like you just think about it and you're like, "Bro, that was it was one of the more simplistic times in life." Very but, simplistic. And I think and I here's the other thing I think too. I think we look at it and sometimes we have the wrong, I think we have the wrong mindset about it sometimes. There's some people do in our generation that went through that time frame. If you were between the ages of like 10 and 16, mm -hmm. some, some people in our group 
will look at that and be like, bro, that my teenage years were just the best years. Yeah. No, I, I think that that was just the best generation as we were coming up. That was the best time for music. I agree. That was the yeah. best time for being in school. That was the best time for athletics. That yep. was the best time. That was the peak of development. Yeah. For our, for in my opinion, it was kind of the entire generation. Like it was kind of like the last of the good stuff. You yes. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the world was still kind of normal. There weren't riots every other day. Oh yeah, like, like there was, was no riots. But also at the same time, switching over into the sport world, which yeah. is where where I've lived and yeah. I've, I've embraced my yeah. entire life. Yeah. That was the best time for sports. You had it you was. had the what? It was. Yeah. You had the greatest quarterbacks of all time in the NFL. You had Peyton Manning. You had. You know, Drew Brees coming up. You had all yeah. these guys and all at one time. All playing. at one time. All guys that you it, had Tom it probably Brady was the out. greatest quarterback generation of all time. Because they all point. started at the same team yep. for ten plus years. Yep. And and it and it it's funny because you look at there's so many if you look between the, the years of two thousand two thousand and two thousand and twelve, there were so many NFL records set. It's unbelievable. And and then on top of that, you go through any other sport, like some of the greatest achievements in sports that have ever been had went through that time frame. And it's not... Michael Johnson broke the 900-meter uh, world record. That was like the first time in the however long. Remember the 96 yep, Olympics? Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, and that, golden cleats, yeah. That's my point. And it's like... So oh, many things happened. So yeah. many things happened during that time frame. It was like that development. you know. And I should stretch that back out. It should go back to probably 93 to 2010 that that era that 20 years 90 to 2010 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that 20 years was probably the greatest and most unbelievable of the not just the like united states development i think the world in general i think so there was there was it was it was fantastic yeah, and then and the internet broke everything the internet did break everything i think but also i think cancer culture or cancer Cancel culture, yeah, for yeah. sure. Cancel culture really fucked a lot of that up because everybody started. There were some people oh, that yeah. some people really wanted the attention, and you can't even make. I love chick flicks. That's I'm probably offended somebody who said listen, chick flick, but like I, they don't, I, you you can't make them anymore. On a side note, though, I uh, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I love sad movies. There's well, I, I have a ranking. I have a ranking that I do, and I don't tell very many people about it, but now apparently I'm about to tell the internet yeah. about it. So, I'm ready. <laughs> so it's I'm like, ready to go. All right, I guess we're doing this. So uh, number three, by far, Charlie St. Cloud was Zac Efron. His little okay. brother dies while he's driving. He's yeah. drinking. Okay. And he never he was supposed to have an amazing sailing career at, at Yale University. Yeah. And he stays, and he, he like monitors this graveyard because his brother's spirit yeah i remember back. that one yeah yeah, yeah. That and good. that one that one uh it like the feels hit me directly sure. in the nuts and right i was like I, I love it right um i have a second one that now i can't think of immediately uh yeah we'll again on. remember i told you guys several thousand times i'm horrible with names so i gotta i gotta look this up um but here all you got to do is look up sad movies, and I, I, I probably... And you're there. It. Yeah. The, well, I have a ranking of three. I don't have very many that I'll actually watch. I really don't. But there's three that, no matter what time of day it is, it doesn't matter. It's just you're going to watch I'll it. be like, yo, I'll, I'll watch it. doesn't matter. 
Um, uh, and it's a lot of times it's like, it's like super romantic, sad movie. Well, again, there's only, well, there's actually, only, um, hold on. I, I'm looking up genres right now because that's, that's what I got. Who's an actor in it? Uh, Gerard Butler. P.S. I, P.S. Love, I you. love you. That's it. So that's, I've never seen that movie. That is my number one. Number one. And the only reason why I'm watching it and I don't cry. I really don't, but I watch it and I'm like, damn, bro. That keeps it like keeps it's like makes my perspective back in reality. Like, hey man. Yeah. Even when you're down a little bit, like, bro, life's not that bad. Right. You know, and right. and there was when when he had already died in, in the movie and she's walking up, closing the door, closing the window or something, and she's having this imaginary dream that he's sitting there on the couch playing guitar, just like yeah. you do, you know, sexy as shit with his beard <laughs> and all that. And then he's, uh, she's like, Does all, do all Irishmen sing? And he's like, only the really well hung ones. And I was like, immediately, I was like, this is my favorite movie. There's no doubt. And That's funny. The rest of the movie, like everybody, when when Ash and I watch it, she cries un- uncontrollably. Like I'm I gotta talking, watch. It. I've never seen. I and I know it's a classic. I've never seen. Dog, it. I'm telling you, I'm talking snot bubble cry. Damn. Like, <laughs> like she goes in, and um, there was there was another one. There was a uh, number two there, Charlie St. Cloud. There's that one. See, and uh, I'll have to dear John. That was it. Dear John's dear my number John two was terrible. I loved it. Like, I loved it. I couldn't. Dear, I could hold, on, not hold on. Stop Is dear watching. John Zach Efron or no. Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. I remember that one. The Zac Efron one was weird. That was the one he was in the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, he opens up and he gets the lucky the, one. The the that one, yes, that was atrocious. Yeah, I uh, thought that. Tra- was atrocious. Uh, what's the what was it called? The Channing Tatum one. Uh, Dear John. Yeah, that, no, I th- I remember that one. That's where they're writing the letters to one another. He's in the military and he goes back. Right. Two uh nine eleven happens. That's right. And that- he reenlists, and she's like, and then he comes home to be like, hey, I love you. I'm done. Like it's me and you, and she she married some old fucker. And it broke his heart. I know that fucking cocksucker. Yeah. Like that dude was a piece of shit. Like I understand your kid was handicapped. You know, he was, he was uh, autistic. I get that, you know, but at the same time, like you seduced this woman into marrying you so that you'd take care of his autistic kid for the rest of your life. Right. And and he literally looked at him in the middle, in the middle of the movie in the hospital. And he goes, Hey, someone's got to be there to take care of him. So you fucking tricked this little girl, bro, who's like 20 years younger than you into taking care of this autistic kid. And I listen again, you son of a bitch. I know nothing against autistic kids. I let's be honest. Look, bro, I got one. And trust I, me, yeah. I wouldn't change him for the world because yeah. he there. He has no idea how to stress out. He doesn't understand how to be upset. What, what would it be like? He this? is the coolest kid on the planet. Yeah. He, the world literally could have Armageddon. There's an asteroid hitting, and he'd look at me and be like, you want to play basketball? And I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. Let's do let's, it. Let's go out there until we perish. He'd be like, yes, I'm playing awesome. with my dad. <laughs> like, It's amazing. I love it, bro. Yeah. I could not have asked for a better Yeah, what more do you want, right? Yeah. What so on the other side, again, to finish that rant, because honestly – as you can tell, I get fucking hype about it. I'm like, listen, bro, I get your, I get your situation, 
But in the same token, you deceived and you conned in order for someone to take care of your kid because you were going to die. That's fucked up, bro. <laughs> That's not cool. I don't oh care how, how good of your intention was for your son. Like, give him to the government. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm a piece of shit and I'm, I'm going too far. I don't know, man. We may, we may have to cut this like Caleb Presley. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Presley. So, but I digress. Well, we will now veer back now that I've gone through my, my high. But so again, man, so like you said, you're, you're pushing, you're pushing this, this a little bit earlier generation style of music. And you really, I can tell you're hype about it, bro. And I yeah. can tell you're, you're kind of in your zone about it, but what's, I mean, realistically dude what's inspired you to try and jump on this train because let's be let's be real dude it's hard to jump on a train that isn't the popular train yeah i mean it's uh you can't change like who you are as an artist um in terms of like your style and how you want to write and and like i'm not gonna like just change my whole sound you know just to try yeah. to and so um i think it drives you to push harder and to work harder and really come up with something that's like man this is my favorite song on the radio right now like yeah. that's how you should feel about every one of what you put out i think is in terms of your music and i like to i like you know i like to listen to my stuff um because i'm critiquing it but also like I want to make a song I, I would want to listen to and, and just to chill and vibe with and really connect with. And I think music, it just, it, the, the biggest issue I think is the industry letting that stuff be heard and pushing that stuff as yeah. opposed to um, what you're hearing and yeah. um, what you can monetize um, and that sort of thing. So, but yeah, that's, that's what, that's what drives me. I really, I want to bring something to the, I want to see it at the table because I think I have something to offer. That's what drives me. I feel that, dude. I love it. Took that. me a long time to get to that point, but yeah. No, I love that. I love that, dude. Have you have you ever come across some serious criticism that's like really kind of puts you yeah, well, in a negative space? I, I think when you're I was talking to my so I've uh of a new um it's kind of secret secret right now, but uh we're gonna yeah. we're gonna be coming out with uh my 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 co writer, co producer, business partner, um, and we're gonna come out with a uh concept of a recording studio but also like a we call it a sound house called the aviary and so um the it's just basically it's a collection of writers and artists and we're all in it together really and it's like hey if one of us makes it in terms of getting noticed or whatever like we all we're all gonna kind of like put all of our creative energy into it and like help each other out dude i i honestly i'd love to cover that yeah we we will we will it's uh it's this kind of birthing stage right now. Like we're getting everything ready. We, we want we want to launch in um, early 2024. We I'd like to launch um, my EP, my business partner's EP. His name's Costa Gaddis, C O S T A G A T I S. Look him up on Spotify and Apple Music. He's amazing. Um, me and him have known each other probably over 20 years, and we're gonna launch first quarter of 2024. And launch his and my ep under that kind of umbrella yeah and 
there's different things we can do in terms of uh, you you pay like a subscription fee and they can pump your stuff on Spotify playlists and get noticed yeah. and stuff. So, but it, the long and short of it is, what's my network? What's his network? How how can we work together and kind of come up with this collective and see what happens and put all of our bandwidth together? Yeah. So that basically it takes your your followers, his followers, and then everyone yeah. else that joins mm-hmm. all those followers, and you just expand yeah. it out. Next thing you know, you have. 50,000 people that weren't following you that are now listening. To yeah, exactly. You. And then all of a sudden, you know, one, two, three, yep. maybe even four or five of you all of a sudden yep. pop out and you're like, bro, these are the artists. Yeah. These are the up and coming people. Yeah. And, and selective about who we want to work with, not because we are so great and we have it all figured out, but because we want the sound to fit. We want there to be a, 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 a compliment type, uh, complementarian relationship where it's good yeah you're um we can kind of all if if something happened we could all kind of be in that same vein so it's a lot all, all the people that we're work, going to work with are, are kind of like us like we're yeah we're more like chill laid back songwriting um so it's exciting but i don't know where you asked me initially but um I guess what, what no what, what uh, the, the, the what, criticisms the criticism yeah so criti- that's a great you, question I was so, gonna say how do you handle so yeah that? wow um no I, I so, love the, I love the venture so, you so, went off on because so honestly yeah. that's what you talked about was interesting I was getting ready to yeah. go down a rabbit hole with yeah. it though but, but so let's go my, back to the my question. business partner who's a part of all that I just explained and I were talking and basically we were saying um, when you're like in your thirties late 20s and you're still doing that thing you did in high school or college that you were pretty good at yeah. but they're like oh you, you're still doing that and it's like yeah i'm still doing it because yeah. i think i'm good at it and i think i can bring something and i think i just you know can can earn a seat at the table and so criticism is more so either people don't get it or people like kind of look at you like you still like you're still trying to trying to do this thing. And it's like, yeah, like there's no shame in that. Some people golf, I play music, you know, some people, um, go, they're in bowling leagues. Like, like some guys work on their cars. Like I write music, I play music. And like, so if I'm an artist, why wouldn't I want somebody to hear my song? Why wouldn't I want to share it with the world? Hey, I'm really proud of this. I don't, I don't care if it was this ready. My song was featured on love is blind season 37. Guess what? You made it because you got published on a TV show, did you not? And so yeah. I don't care what the hell the TV show is. So like, hey, I can share this with the world, and I kind of made it to a somewhat of a mountaintop of, and that's kind of what I want to do. I want to get it's called a sync deal, yeah. where it's in a TV show, or commercial, or movie, and it's like, hey, we made it. Yeah, and I could die happy. Like I'm not trying to be the next John Mayer, but I just wanted to take this thing. I think I've got pretty good worth to offer and share it with people and then on top of that though retrieve what you should retrieve out of it. retrieve the exactly ab- retrieve the ability to do this as your job yeah why not me yeah yeah the whole point. like and that's and that's what i think that's what i think i'm not gonna lie i'm a thousand percent convinced no matter what happens like you will get no wherever you want to get whether you want to whether deep down you do want to be the next John Mayer, whether deep down, like you just said, you want to, I want to be able to do enough to where I can just make music and that's my job and, yeah. I, and I'm successful and happy mm-hmm. and have a family and that type of thing or whatever it is you yeah. want to do. 
Um, I'm 1000% convinced that you will get there because of the way you described it. You are not looking for the greed part. It's Mm -hmm. the, Hey, I really just, I just want to be able to do enough to where I can do this for a living because Mm -hmm. I just love doing this. I don't care if I have a fucking 20,000 foot mansion. Mm-hmm. But it's re- it'd be really cool if I could make enough money yeah. off this to where I could just do this for my job. And I think, I think that has to be your approach if you want to be taken seriously by people in the industry Yeah, who are good people. So I told you last time I was here, like I studied a semester at Berkeley College of Music and my, yeah. my professor yeah. wrote with all these great people. And, and she was telling me like, you know, she's wrote for like, people who have written with Adele and Faith Hill and all these people. And, and if you come off genuine um, and like good intentioned, I think it goes a long way instead of like, Hey, I'm the next thing. I'm the next product you can sell because there's, there's either buy your way in or that you, you're the one, 1% of the 1% that they discover on social media. And they're like, all right, cool. How can I make as much money as possible off of you? and monetize the shit out of you right and i'm i don't mean to sound crass but like but that's what happens just yeah i mean like it's 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 not fair (laughs) yeah right now you know so it's it's all based on it's not based on your talent your songs your your um and maybe it never has been i i find that hard to believe but it's 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 about when i um, we i my buddy and I was just mentioning like we had an opportunity to sign a record contract in college and we were in Atlanta and we were at the producing uh the partner and um the engineer and and the VP of the label was a really small label but he's like hey we're gonna give you a full tour 18 dates full-length album that's and, great and and they're like and you're gonna make um nothing so that's why we uh, <laughs> but i don't i don't say that so not about the money hey, side but you can't but, even touch my balls but that's what. <laughs> but ba- well but basically what they were saying is um it was it would have been a bad idea anyways because we would have been li- literally living and this is how it is when you're touring you're mm-hmm. living out of a van and eating gas station food yeah but what well i was my point was is we were saying like but we're don't we don't we sound the best like don't like because we're confident we're, I'm, we're not being cocky like don't you think this is better than what you're hearing on the radio we're, we really believe in our stuff and they're like yeah it's great but you guys are just normal you know tall white dudes that you know look american like i can't sell you how am i going to sell you what's your story are you guys going to be the boys next door are you going to be the bad boys and i'm like what like i thought it was about the music so that's the other side of it. A lot of people maybe not realize. And that's where I can already see your vendetta. And that's where you're at right now. Like, bro, yeah. this isn't about this isn't about selling something. Is the music good? Yeah, and it's unfortunately when there's the 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 billion dollar label, whatever you want to call them, the record labels, like they you're in you're a product. All right, I'll buy your product and I'll sell your product and if you don't make money then see you later so yeah it's it's interesting but that makes it even much more pure when we're doing it we're recording we're we're writing it's just like i want to write the most original thing i can i want to keep getting better and sharing it with people because the criticism ends 
yeah. when they listen to it. They're like, oh, you're actually pretty good. I'm like, I know I'm pretty good. Yeah. Because I've worked really hard at this and I've been doing it for 20 plus years and I'm really proud of it. And Yeah. And so you're always going to get criticism, I think, when... I mean, you probably got criticism doing your podcast when you first started doing your podcast. Like, oh, it's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. you want to hear? I remember because I read. I still read the comments. You want to hear some of the yeah. greatest comments I ever got? Shit, your top fell off. Oh. Put your top back on, Travis. Yeah. Um, one of the greatest things that I ever saw. Um, this is truthfully, I thought it was hilarious, and we we were actually doing a we were doing a, um a draft special, and I had. Uh, Ben Anderson. Hmm. I had Ben Anderson on. Nice. And uh, he goes, um, one of the guests said that you look like Fat McAfee. Pat McAfee, <laughs> right? You look like Fat McAfee. I responded. I was like, bro, that is hilarious. That's a- he hit me back, and I'll never forget it. He put it in the comments. He's like, I will forever be a follower because awesome. you, you engaged and you thought it was funny That's that awesome. I was chirping you. And That's I was awesome. like, it was funny. That That's was awesome. actually hilarious. It was actually a good play on words, all that. Yeah, that's great. And he's like, I total respect. I love it. That's cool. There's some people that uh, have literally commented on us like, you guys are literally destroying lives by wasting people's time. There's been people that have commented and said like, you're uh, several of them because of me, because of how big I am. They're like, yo, you are a wasting fat piece of fucking shit and they've they like, and one, one of them even said after that don't get it you're a gigantic fat piece of shit and your brother is a pathetic drug user that never that should just die in it basically die in a corner and and then he's like you guys should just stop and it, it's funny it's yeah. honestly in that respect it's like we've heard dude i've heard i've read the worst of the worst and the best part is i don't delete any of them right. i will never delete a comment ever i don't care do your thing you guys want to talk your shit you want to do your thing that's fine but but you won't believe it bro you will not believe it but when i said one of the things i said at the beginning of our podcast tonight i told you dude i dropped thousands of dollars in equipment Mm -hmm. right and people a lot of people don't know but like we don't have some massive mega crew behind this camera you see it (laughs) It's a wall. You're looking at the crew. <laughs> You're like, there is not some super yeah. elaborate. No, no, we are, we are an up and coming podcast that it doesn't matter what the adversity that punches us in the face. Like, I don't because you know, it's it means nothing. Yeah, it, I don't that's care. To me. It's that's fine because yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep pushing and I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep finding the next guest and I want to get the next best story because the best part is I love this. I love it. I don't care if I, I really at, at a certain point, like you said, I'd love to be able to just live off. This. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be Joe Rogan where I get $200 million from Spotify. It'd be nice. That's cool. Right. But I don't need $200 million. No. If, if I, if I got a sponsor that truthfully don't even pay me cash, don't even pay me cash, pay for me to go travel and see these people. Yeah. I don't even need to make money. Right. I don't even need to make money. Right. Just pay for me to go travel and see all these people that I want to see yep. and talk to them, get their stories, like your story, awesome. like your passion about music. And you can hear it the way you talk about it, the way you vibe about it, 
when you sing, when you're jamming, even when you're tuning your guitar and you're just, you're doing those little things, bro. You can feel and (laughs) hear the passion in what you're doing. And there is, and I love, I love just sitting and being a part of that and just seeing that it's like you're, remember like the Dave Chappelle thing, he had like an aura. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. It, uh, oh, fuck. What is it? Rick James. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his or whatever. Like, I seen it. I seen and, it. And that that was it. Yeah. When you when you pick up that guitar and you get going, dude, you have this aura about you. You have this zen. You have this. And that's one of the things that makes me love you as a friend is that's like, cool, dude, man. you Thanks. just have this passion about you. And when when I get the opportunity to sit with, and, and again, the couple of the guys, the busting with the boys guys, same thing. Amazing passion. Just awesome vibes. Um, another guy I really I'd love to shout out Cyrus Fees, who was in Johnson City, Tennessee. We he owns an arcade, but he, dude, he's the announcer for Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Oh wow! Yeah, That's and amazing. we sat with him, and he was telling me he's done interviews with Conor McGregor, Ronda Rousey, like Mike Perry, like all these yeah. famous guys, and and his it wasn't even he loves advancing his career, but the biggest thing is he just he loved just interviewing people. Yeah, like that's just his deal. That's cool. And that's kind of the route that we're going. But I know I went on a rant no. there. No, I went on a rant. But that's the thing, dude. If if I if we could do the same thing, if I could just run awesome. into a situation where I don't, you know, it, my my trips are paid for and I I'll still work a full-time job. I don't right. care. If I could just do this for a living for the next 60 years and just yeah, hear people's that's the dream. dream. Yeah. It's amazing. That's the dream. It's incredible, dude. I love it. Yeah, but I think when you start out, people don't understand it or people, it triggers something in them that they never took the risk of something that, you And it know, triggers the negative. Yeah, and I, I think getting around, we were talking about, like, who do you talk to and, like, yeah. you, and what you're doing the same thing. Like, you get around people who want to pay it forward and yep. who, who care about the art form. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you a thousand percent. You get in... You get into a situation where you start dissecting what your group really is mm-hmm. and you really start figuring out like, hey, am I, you know, am I, am I in this group for life or is this just a group I'm going to be with for a short period of time? Like, yeah. do they have the same ideals, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. and I, I love the fact of what you said, um, um, about what is it? Your, your advisor, your business partner your business yeah, partner yeah we're and, just and you guys doing you, this collective but you're building and, the collective network and and i love the fact that you said you're inviting as many people in that whoever hits it big like you're just spreading the love um i can't i can't say it enough because again this is just a personal opinion i i think that this is not going to hit right for any but for a lot of people that are that we hope i hope to interview one day I re- it is not going to hit right what I'm about to say. All right. Um, but honestly, no, I think what, what I was I was getting and I was alluding to earlier was the greed part and the yeah. selfishness. Mm-hmm. I think there's 80 to 90% of people that they get there one day and they realize how much work they put in to mm-hmm. get there. Yeah. And they're like absolutely not. I will not help you. I think it's you. a scarcity mindset. It they're is. afraid it of is. it. And, and they're they're scared because it's yeah. like, what if I lose what I finally got? Mm-hmm. My life achievement. And it's not, they're not terrible people for no. thinking that way. They're not. Because it, it's hard. You're human. Like, like you and I have talked about. Right. This is hard. It is. Dude, you've been doing this for 20 years. 
you had a golden ticket shot to exactly what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. COVID fucked yeah. everything. Yeah. And you were there. And yeah. now all of a sudden you were on this pedestal. And now, oh, fuck. Yeah. Now I'm back at pedestal 10 I where I was at pedestal 20. But, and, and without a doubt, I'm telling you right now, everybody that listens right now, dude, you will get there. There's no doubt, dude. Yeah. Your music is beautiful. Thanks. There's such a good connection and it's such a great, just such good vibes, dude. And you got multiple different vibes, mm -hmm. which is awesome. So I, I'm not even worried about the pedestals you're on because I'm like, bro, I'm just one day when you make it big, I'm gonna be like, let me hitch that ride up. And that's, you. and that's what it's, about, you know? man. and that's what it that's is. What you're about. right. And I think that the people that are already there um i think some people especially which like we talked about earlier there was uh two or three individual guests that i talked to trying to come on the pod may have come on the pod may not have come on the pod um yeah. that were 1000 percent selfish about it and it it was a horrible vibe and it was really terrible and you know and it and it really just kind of said like oh yeah, I, I, I'm in this space. I, you, no, we can't, we can't add anyone else in the space because what about me? And it's just not. It's it's the opposite. Of it is abundance. It is. It's the opposite of abundance, and it really, that really, and honestly, it fucks me up a little bit because when I, when I encounter those situations, and I really, I see people that, when you got five million followers on Instagram, mm. trust me, man, if you go on a podcast. If you go on a podcast that has 4,000 followers, trust me, you're not going to look back. No. Like the best part is, it's like you're going to have the opportunity to share your honest opinion about this podcast. And you can really like, and that's the one thing I'd love. I'd love to have Joe Rogan on my podcast. Not for the bump. I don't right. want him, to, I don't, I wouldn't even tag him in any of the things. No. I would just say, Joe, what do you feel that I could do better? How how could I really become that elite podcaster? Mm -hmm. You're that elite podcaster because you spent 15, 20 years doing it, and you were the OG. Mm -hmm. You started it, mm -hmm. you know. And what what could I learn from that? And that to me would be life in itself. It'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You know what I mean? That's the that's the the end game. Man. That's it. That's, that's it. It's not it's not about getting the four hundred million dollar deal from. Right from Apple Podcast. Oh no, man, it's, it's 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 just to say I made it to the table. Yeah, just say yo, I I had a great time and we were all equal. We were there. We were there. I love the way you say that. Makes the table. It kind of makes it sound. It's good. Yeah, I like that. It's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, dude. Let's. I don't. We're gonna. I want to wrap this up a yeah, little man. bit. Yeah, but. I gotta wrap it up with another yeah, gem. Man, do it. me a favor. Give me an OG. Give me. Give I'm me one of you. The... I'm gonna give you the song that almost made it on everyone's favorite show. So on the other end, this has been, this has been a dope ass podcast. Good, I know this has been a dope ass podcast, dude. We've been diving into some deep shit, and I'm feeling it. We did, man. I'm feeling it. All right, so this song is um, shocking. It's a breakup song. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? It's called I Can't, I Won't.
Just in case you forgot me now Just in case I slipped out of your mind I said it then and I can say it now It wasn't you who got left behind Unsteady in the moving parts we run Drifting even faster than before Well maybe I was wrong But you always kept the score Maybe I'm the one who needs the door Something tells me That I can't and I won't Be there in the Sometimes you don't get a warning while I'm breaking apart This is the last straw This is the last straw I'm breaking apart This is the last straw This is the last straw I can't and I won't I can't and I won't I can't and I won't Be there in the morning Cause you live and you Sometimes you don't get a warning Sometimes you don't get a warning That's good shit. That's it. I can't deny it. That's good shit. That was the that was the song that almost uh let's do that that's it yeah. that's the song that almost took us to the top because let's to be real I'd, I'd have grabbed your coattails and it'd have been like let's i'm gonna podcast with you all the way let's do it um either way um dude please everybody let's zoom in what you got man where can we find you find me on apple music spotify uh travis schroeder uh we'll have the link in the description and that's correct. um yeah, come listen to it, hang out, put it on in your car. It's road trip music and uh get in the feels and come hang out uh on your stereo with me. Please by all by all means if you guys have any ambition to um try and meet uh Travis Schroeder because again, he is he is an up and coming artist and he's actually got he's got quite a following already and and I'm there's no doubt within the next 1 to 2 years he's He's going to have a following to the point where it's very hard to get in touch with him. <laughs> so we hope, we hope. Uh, th- yeah, we hope the humbleness. Um, so if you guys, please, by all means, if you guys want, um, hit me up, hit me up in my slide in my DMS. I love it. Slide in my DMS. slide in the podcast DMS as well. Um, love to be able to connect. He can give you some schedules, any places he might be playing. 
um, when his stuff is going to be released. He's also got stuff on Spotify right now. And um, do you have music anywhere else? Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. Um, I know you said, yeah, you said yeah, that stuff. Any, a uh, any streaming platform, it, it'll be on Amazon Music. Okay, perfect. So Google like Play. I said, go check him out. We're going to post all the links to every single one of his um, avenues as far as Amazon Music, YouTube, Spotify. We're going to post it all below. So make sure you guys check out the actual, uh, you know, the words that are below the YouTube video and below the Spotify video and all that. Go in there, click some of those links, and you'll be able to find his music. There you go. Um, but other than that, dude, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys go check us out as far as uh, subscription-wise. It's the only way we stay alive. Like and subscribe. Where's two, the two dimes in the token? Where I'm looking for the logo. Oh, actually, we don't have that logo on here. We're, we're in the midst of ordering that sign. But either way, what you can do is just hit subscribe when you're on YouTube. Everybody watches on YouTube. We have a ton of Spotify following, which is wild. Good. We actually do. It's a humongous Spotify That's following. Awesome. It's just I. It's weird to me because I don't. I don't listen to podcasts. I watch them. I want to yeah, watch. Yeah, I do them. too. I do too. Yeah, and and reactions. And, and yeah, stuff. but either way, the whole point is hit subscribe. Make sure you guys go to Travis. Subscribe to him as well. I promise you he will be appreciative. One day he's going to give a free T-shirt to everybody. And I'm, we're going to be able to design the T-shirt because I'm. it's going to be Travis's face on the front and then my face on the back. Yes. There you go. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. Deuces. See you.